Welcome into another Red Owl Podcast. Colonel Stewart here, hollering at you. Hope you're enjoying your week. Uh, we are going to talk Western football, golf, volleyball, attendance, great gambling, and more. Hope you stick with us. Hey, how about them tops, son? All oh, day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey, how about Good Lord? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I, Why I does don't that keep know. coming on at the end. I don't know because the thing is, is like it's it kind of works like iTunes or or like any music. Um, mm-hmm. So it's at the bottom of the thing, at the bottom of the playlist. So used to behind the scenes here for you all who are interested it would just click off and that would be the last thing so i could just click the mic because i turned my mic off so i don't you know overshadow this ad read uh but yeah it just kicks back right in and i don't have any idea why it does that uh but yes you to better help we appreciate your support and you know like like i said in the ad read if you uh, do want to support us um or if you want to use the affiliate link it helps us out it helps you out it gives you 10% off your first free your month uh, of uh, betterhelp.com uh, forward slash redout. So we appreciate your support there. Uh, Matt, how you doing, bud? I'm good, man. I'm doing quite well. Good, good, good. Want to know. Yeah, I know, right? It feels good. Uh, South Florida was a pretty good team, too. So, I mean, it kind of helps out there. It wasn't – they weren't a pushover. <laughs> I didn't think they were. Um because we've played South Florida in the past and gotten beat. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they share the Tampa Bay Buccaneer Stadium? Yeah. Yep, I thought sure so. Um, actually, I've got a picture. Um, I may have to dig it up of me on the pirate ship. Uh, oh, the really? uh, Tampa Bay Ray, uh, Buccaneers. Tampa Bay race. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, guess, pirate ship. So back in the day. Yeah. I guess the trainers had nothing to do. So oh no no no! Yeah, we got all our stuff done. We don't uh, we don't you know mess around like the managers did. So, um, oh yeah, because we were working. Sorry, what? You don't know <laughs> how to work? You know, wash clothes. What are you talking about? Set up footballs. I set up the entire locker room while you were playing on a pirate ship. Brian Dittmer did go, that. Don't even go lie. tape a leg. <laughs> honestly, um, honestly, looking back talking about our time at Western um, I would take being a trainer a bajillion times over before I had to be a manager. Thank you. I because, and no, and not, not, not even like throwing shade or nothing like that. Like normally like practice stuff like that. We'd have to be there like an hour or two before um, especially games. We'd have to be there a couple hours before. Um, and then, you know, it was usually like an hour or so after practice, you know, depending on who was still in the locker room, if they were somebody who needed treatment or something, you know, we'd have to hang around. But if they weren't, you know, we were gone and the managers would be in there for three or four hours afterward doing laundry. And I was oh, yeah, always, least. always amazed at the, some of the concoctions that, uh, the head manager would come up with for doing laundry, like white uniforms. Getting grass stains out. By the way, y'all were amazing back in the day. I'll say that for you. I appreciate it, man. I probably was the least informed manager of how to do all that stuff. (laughs) I seriously, I didn't know how to handle a helmet or whatever, all that crap. I just, (laughs) I was there for the football. But I mean, I feel like I contributed in different ways. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you held that marker for Coach Wells. Like, (laughs) like some of those guys are like, 
obsessed with how the equipment works and you know this is what I want to do and whatever and I was just I was just there to be a part of western football and to help out how I could it was a lot of fun well like I told you before um like I told you before my interview process was of course (laughs) it was literally like I just talked came in and talked to doc and um docy which by the way uh his name is bill edwards awesome guy and uh awesome guy still alive by the way i don't want to sound like that um he lives in bowling green he's in uh i think he's over uh hilltopper athletic foundation right kind of does he works with that uh he i don't know if he's over he's not over he's not over it but he uh he's very involved he's very involved in w club Yes, W Club's um, the one I was trying to think of too. Yeah, W Club. He he basically still kind of organizes all the Letterman jackets for all the athletes. Yes, and helps fundraise. And he's also involved in football alumni council some too. He's on every one of those meetings. So yes, he's still very involved, even though he's not the head trainer anymore. Um, yeah, a, well, he was he lifer. was actually an AD at one point too, mm-hmm. because the way the rules were back. 12, 13 years ago, uh, he, we had to have a medical person. Uh, the AD would cover some medical issues too. And I mean, no offense to Bjorn or Wood Selig or, um, Todd or any of them, but like, that's, you know, no offense. That's over their head. That's, that's how that's over their pedigree. So they're not going to know, you know, about medical issues and medical, medical stuff like that. So, you know, Todd would, um, Todd would be, that would be uh, way over his head. So they had Doc actually added as a AD his last couple years. Hmm. I didn't know so, if I knew that. Yeah. Doc yeah. was like, once he kind of stepped back from his head role, like, and I don't care to tell this story. He probably doesn't want me to, but anyway. Um, <laughs> you think Doc's listening in? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he is. He um, is. Yeah. No, no, I'm sh- I don't think I've ever actually like told him that I, you know, I do a Western podcast, but he, um, you need to, man. We got to brand this thing, baby. Well, it just, you know, get, get Doc E advertising oh your podcast. You, I mean, we'd be like <laughs> we'd swimming be in the subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, but no, he, uh, he was, uh, he told me one day, he was like, yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna go home and mow grass, Devin. I'll be back in a couple hours. And like, three or four hours go by. Like we're in the middle of practice. He comes walking in and uh, he was like, I said, oh, you know, wow. You know, it took you a little bit to get that grass mode, huh? And he's like, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he ever remembers that, but it was like the funniest thing for me. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, best job I ever had. Not even going to lie. Oh, um, same for me as a manager. Like i People probably think it was miserable. It was the most awesome time of my life, man. It was incredible. Oh yeah, like road trips. You didn't pay for. You didn't have to pay for anything. Yeah, um, we're a bunch of mooches and proud of it. Pff, mooch nothing, dude. You see, <laughs> see, like you don't. I. The people who came before me that were trainers had it rougher than I did, and you know I'm sure the people after me had it better. But, um, like I remember at one point, the um the operations people were trying to save money. And so literally we had to wait because they didn't let us go into the hotel restaurant and get a meal or give us per diem or whatever. We had to wait until the players finished eating before we could go in and eat. So the hotel staff didn't bring out fresh plates. They didn't do any of that crap. Oh no, buddy. (laughs) They had, we had to scavenge like homeless people raiding a hotel (laughs) restaurant we had to go find clean plates where some of the people hadn't sat. We had to find clean cups. And then, you know, we got to eat food that had been sitting there for three hours. Yeah, I mean, so we we complained. No joke. I, we we complained to our bosses who complained to football who got that change. I mean, other than the botulism and the listeria that y'all picked up. Legionnaire's disease. Was- yeah. <laughs> It was overall we probably had like quality we, experience. We had probably had like pre-COVID. That's what it was. We all got <laughs> and had pre-COVID before there was COVID. That's it. You know, ten years before. The, the uh, but no, flew. no joke. That was that. Of course, that was that was one instance of that happening, and it was, um, 
I'll tell you who operations guy was afterward, but um, yeah, that was one of the, and then like, I can't remember. I think that was Elson. I think that was one of the Elson years and uh, okay. that got changed. Well, that sounds like, yeah, before. Well, before me. Yeah, I mean, coach Elson had nothing to do with that. Just right. to be clear, he had nothing to do with that. He, you know, I'm sure he had no idea about any of that going on. Um, you know, it was probably just after the fact. And then is he know, actually in the room with you right now? Is that why you're not? No, he does not have a gun to my head. Okay. I'll, I'm not saying anything else. All right. All right. All right. It's not, okay. Do your anyway. job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, he, yeah. Um, yeah, that was just one instance of that. I do remember, uh, since we're on the topic, um, I don't know if you were with us or not, but we had one charter bus guy. We used to, we'd go to the hotel lobby, um, you know, the hotel restaurant, and we could order whatever we wanted on the menu. You know, it was not a do whatever you want situation, but it was kind of like, you know, you're out with friends and they pick up the check thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to get like the best food. You know what I'm saying? You're like, eh, this sounds good tonight. And you get that and you go on. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we had a charter bus and they used to feed the charter bus drivers too, which I, I don't know if they still do or whatever, but the charter bus driver actually like got like like a 72 ounce steak or some ridiculous thing. You know, he ate all this food. And I just remember, um, like some of the operations people were like, are you freaking kidding me, dude? Are you do and, and basically like <laughs> he screwed it up for everybody else because like the next week you could only get like $20. Like yeah. they had like three things <laughs> that you could get. And it was like, this is $20. You can get, you can pick one of these and you need to write down what you want beforehand. And it's uh, like, this is crap, dude. <laughs> And you know, it was like that. It was like, oh, you ruined those it. Are the, yeah, those are the turds in the punch bowl. He was. Yeah. He was a definite turd in the punch bowl. <laughs> he did, but yeah, he did. I'm not even kidding. Like this guy, wow. I, he got like, I don't know how much his alone was, but it was expensive. And everybody else, you know, I think for the most part, everybody else was reasonable. You know, it right. was not yeah. like a forty dollar meal ten years ago. You know, it was maybe like anywhere from like 15 to 20 bucks, you know, cause it's a hotel restaurant for one thing. So it's always expensive, but, right. uh, but yeah, that was, um, that was just one of those where you go, Oh my <laughs> gosh, seriously. Oh man. People. But talking Western sports tonight. Oh yeah. that um, I'll jump in real quick. Current Western sports, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, Western golf, lady topper golf did the, uh, they were competed in the boiler maker classic. I did not realize how many teams were in this. Um, I did not get a final number, but we tied for eighth. Okay. Now, when I Googled the Boilermaker Classic, the Boilermaker Classic, there was still, like, I think FIU was in it, Alabama, Minnesota. Um, There were several teams who competed. I mean, Conference USA and out. Let's see. I think FIU had somebody who was like tied for ninth or 12th or something. And it was like, Oh, so there are more than eight teams in this. Um, but it's uh, Western yeah, it looks like 15. So we finished eighth. That's not bad. Eighth. That's not yeah. bad. That's lady topper golf. That's great. Um, the, of course there was about five girls who competed. Uh, the highest position for Western was a girl who tied for ninth named Katie Craig. Uh, she shot 71, 72, 72 for three days, and she finished at minus one. Wow. The girl who won, I actually looked this up because I was like, because I'm after I Googled it and saw like all these other schools competing, I'm like, all right, well, who won? Uh, it was a Minnesota sophomore, uh, University of Minnesota. Her name is Isabella McCauley, who shot 67, 68, and 69. Wow. So she finished at minus, minus 12. 12. So, man, I mean, honestly, like that's pretty sweet that, you know, we had a Western girl who shot four over this girl the first time, first round or day or whatever. Whew. She shot four over the next day and she shot three over the day after that. 
and she was tied for ninth. Like that's stiff competition. Yeah. Um, and then they have, they are going to a uh, competition in Cincinnati is the next thing for them. So best of luck to the girl, the lady topper golf. Can I, can I digress for a second? I just pulled up the list and there are some names. Yes. Go this, for it. <laughs> this list. Ken Bonabodi. Oh, okay. Taylor Keyhole. <laughs> Dude, you sound like me trying to read this stuff. Jocelyn Brooch. Momo Sugiyama. Haley Yerksa. Anyway, there's some good ones in here. I was like, you sound like the most racist person ever trying to read this list. <laughs> um, okay, like I said, the Bowler Maker Classic. Let's see here. I know what the event, the next one. Okay. The Jennifer Duke Invitational is in Cincinnati. Oh, it's hosted by Cincinnati, so I'm assuming it's in Cincinnati. Uh, September 11th and 12th. So, good luck, Lady Tops. Absolutely. Lady Topper Golf. Hey, I mean, seriously, the, the a lot of the those smaller programs, tennis, golf, whatever, they've been making a lot of improvements lately, so well, it's yeah. nice to see us being more and more competitive. Yeah, I mean, and... On it, like I'm not not even kidding, and I don't I won't sound like a complete you know what, but um, I was like you know Western no, tied for eighth. I was like, please tell me there's more than eight teams. And actually, you know, I mean, there's 15, so that's like middle of the pack. I, that's impressive. Yeah, I'm really impressed with that. That's um, better than when we were in school, they were dead last in everything. I didn't even know we had a golf team. I'm not even kidding, and I didn't know we had tennis until one of the players came in the training room. I was like, yeah, we have that's tennis, where the tennis courts were outside the back of the football stadium. We had tennis courts at Allen County, and I didn't even know who played at tennis there. So, you know, <laughs> not even worried about that. But you had um, a tennis team. Did you know you had a tennis team or no? I think, well, I, I, I knew we had a tennis team, but I didn't know who was on it. You know, it was, it's kind of like some of the clubs at school. I had no idea who was in the clubs, but you had to open your eyes, Steve Wonder. <laughs> I had blinders on. I was concentrated. I was focused. I was working training. Yes, I was. No, I was not a trainer in high school. I played football in high school. So, oh, but I had decided long snapper. I played. I played center. I played guard, and I played tackle through high school. Um, and I did. Um, yeah, I played tackle my my senior year, and I played. Uh, I actually started out playing guard in a in the middle. We were playing um, Glasgow or Greenwood. I cannot remember. Gee, what? And do what? Gee, what? Yeah, I know. And um, <laughs> don't even remember your school's name. Anyway, um, but chomp. chomp. <laughs> but we had. Uh, we uh, we were right in the middle of a game. I think it was like first or second quarter, and I was playing guard, and a buddy of mine was playing center, and the coach switched us right in the middle of the game. And so for the rest of the game, like we've been getting ready for this position like all preseason, all you know everything. And so the rest of the game, we literally they would call the play, and I would look at him, and he'd look at me, and we'd tell each other what we had to do. Yep, that's <laughs> how it went. That's nice. how we play in Allen County. We just so well wing it. Me. Just wing it. Uh, but anyway, oh, uh, Western hey, said, I'm sorry, Go ahead. Man, I, listen, when you said center guard and tackle, I thought it was that old joke. I was waiting for you to be like, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, the sit on the center of the bench, guard the water, and tackle anybody that came nope. near it. <laughs> I, was, um, I was probably one of the stronger kids on the team back in the day. At least my senior year. When I was a junior, I got third in our uh, lifting competition. We did oh, that's pretty because we do like uh we do like a fundraiser every year, and you'd get people to sponsor you, and for every what every pound you lifted, you got so much money and stuff. So wow. Um. Oh yeah, but I was one I, of the stronger kids in band. Yeah. Well, you played tuba, and I'm not trying to make fun of you, but that <laughs> seems like a heavy instrument, you know. Hey man, my shoulders hurt. <laughs> My shoulders hurt now, and I'm feel old as I'll get out. Of course, I'm like it's because of football. That's what it was. It's because of football. But that's it. Um, yes, but uh, volleyball, volleyball news. Uh, of course, uh, like you, uh, we were talking earlier through our text. Western fell out of the top twenty-five when they lost to James Madison three sets to none. I'll let you take it from there, bud. 
Yeah, so before that, earlier in the same tournament at Penn State, they lost at Penn State. Uh, they did take the first set, and then they, they fell the, la the last three. And then they beat Colgate 3-1, to one, which is a quality win, if, if you're listening wondering who the heck Colgate is. They're very good, and they've uh, dominated their conference the last couple of years. And then James Madison, even though they got swept, um, you know, is a quality opponent as well. And so there's no shame in it, but it is no. the first time in, I think I, I should have, I wanted to look it up and know how long it's been, but I'm pretty sure it's been 50 something weeks in the polls. So it's about three oh, wow. years worth um, of polls that we've been in the top 25 and we finally fell out and we're still number 28 getting some votes, but yeah, we're four and three overall now. And the three losses are, at Dayton, at Penn State, and against James Madison. So, I mean, if you're if you're gonna complain, uh, I guess um, I don't know what there is to really complain about. You know, I mean, it's a super strong schedule, and Travis Hudson kind of said in some of his stuff, like preseason and after matches and press conferences and whatever, he was like, you know, hey, we're gonna take some lumps, and so it's not unexpected. And um, especially the biggest news with, with volleyball there was Paige Briggs was out. I mean, our best player, you know, preseason All-American type of player getting mentioned as one of the top 10 uh, offensive players in volleyball on some lists and things like that. I mean, she's a big-time yeah. player, and she wasn't able to play for quote-unquote illness. We don't know exactly what that was. Um, but she wasn't able to play. And so um, it's just unfortunate timing. You, you kind of wonder if you have your best player, are you are you different against Penn State um, or or maybe James Madison? So um, unfortunate, but but uh, going forward, uh, they're still in good shape, and they're really a quality team. They've shown that they can beat some good teams, and I mean, you, you got some growing pains as you as you build into your season anyway. I think once they mm -hmm. kind of get into the swing of things, get into conference play, I think they'll gain uh, the confidence they need and everything and and hopefully go on a big run here, make big things happen for the So, players. So basically what you're saying is, is you believe we should tear down Travis Hudson's statue and just scream, 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 dumpster fire, dumpster fire, dumpster yeah, fire. Yeah, fire him. I mean, I, you know, I, you come out, you said it. And, uh, you know, I mean, I was trying to be cryptical, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I tell you what, I think it's just time to go. You know, he's seen his better days. You know, we need I, new I leadership. We a new coach come Troy Friday. <laughs> yeah. And if he, uh, then he's got Arkansas. I mean, you might as well just get him out and see if we can clean it up for then because that's SEC. There you go. Um, no, all kidding aside, Travis Hudson's doing a great job. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sweating it in the slightest. Uh, Western is doing awesome, and um, yeah, probably. I know they've lost three, but I'm not sweating it yet. We'll see how everything goes. Um, and I mean, if this is his rebuilding year and they finish out in the top twenty-five, I'm fine with that. Completely fine with that because. Like you said, they went three years in the top 25. You're going to have a, not a slow year, but, I mean, you're going to have to have some rebuilding at some point, you know. Um, so. I don't even think it's rebuilding. It's just a tough schedule. I mean, it's it, brutal. Yeah. The first several games have been either teams picked to win their conference or finish second. I mean, you're playing quality teams, and then you bring in Troy. I've Honestly, I, I hadn't. I wanted to look and see how good these teams are, but Troy, I don't know much about them. But then Arkansas is an SEC team. That's going to be difficult. Even I think they're not that great, um, but they're still an SEC team. They're going to be big and strong and athletic. And then College of Charleston, that's in the the tournament this weekend, the Holiday Inn, mm -hmm. University Plaza Invitational. Uh, in Diddle, a couple of those games are on ESPN Plus. The game Saturdays has no streaming, so you need to be there live. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, go support the Lady Topper volleyball team because my goodness, they're so exciting to watch. They're so good. They're going to end up ranked again, 
and they're going to run through Conference USA like it's nothing. So go and check them out because they deserve um, your support. See, I've got all these games on ESPN+. Plus. It says no stream on College of Charleston. I don't know. See, I've got them at uh, on ESPN Plus at 1230. Maybe. It says on here no stream. It says on the app, and I don't know. But um, Yeah, uh, I'll have to double-check that, and we'll, we'll put it in the show notes for everybody watching on YouTube. Um, let me double-check. My guess that. is they just have a bunch of stuff going on campus. Like they got the football game and stuff. They probably don't have the staff to... We just signed a we just signed a deal. They should cover all that. I agree. I don't know. That's my <laughs> guess. Maybe there's just too. I don't know. Not enough bodies. I'm not sure. I'm uh, not sure. They feel like it. I'm not sure either. Let's see here. You know that volleyball TV contracting is complicated. They had a they had a controversy. Is a, a very contra. It's very controversy. That is for sure. Um, let's see. <laughs> I've got we've got Troy September eighth eleven a.m. Uh, Central Time, that's on ESPN Plus. So if you're not doing anything at work, just turn the TV on and watch it. Uh, we also have Arkansas playing in Diddle. That says it's on ESPN Plus as well. You will, okay, you are correct. I miss I messed that up in my TV in my notes show notes. That's okay. Um, College College of Charleston. There is no stream, so you need to go. Just listen to what I'm saying. Go to the game. Don't question it. Don't worry about responsibilities. Just go watch Western Volleyball. Right. Abandon your family. Children especially. Go yeah, on. Just yes. They, put them down for a nap. <laughs> go watch the tops. And then while you're out, there's a football game right after. So there you go. tell your kids right. to take a six to eight hour nap if the game goes like it did last week. And then come back home. Um. And then, uh, then Austin P is on next Tuesday. Uh, that that is, that set match whatever is on ESPN Plus, uh, and that one is in Clarksville. That's not at home. So yeah, they're actually only going to show one set, and then they'll cut it off. So you're probably right there, Kevin or let's say Kevin Devin. Oh my god! I was like, how long have you known me? Um, and then yeah. next week, next Friday, we will start the Alyssa Kavanaugh Classic. So salute to a true hilltopper right there. Absolutely. Um, and those so far look like they're on ESPN plus. I have no argument against that. I agree. <laughs> it was like they all the only one that's not is on okay, that's further that's further down the line. Uh Sam Houston is not streamed. No stream for it, but everything else is on ESPN plus, so support oh, the top. Yeah. Ball Absolutely. State. East Tennessee and Western Michigan. All three of those matches are in Diddle. So support the tops. Um, anything else for volleyball before we move on? I don't think so. Just show up and support them, man. That's the that's the main thing. They really deserve it, and they're great. Yes, and they're so fun. Go go support the tops. That's the main thing. Um, so let's talk gambling real quick. You have a confession to make. Uh, God no! I, I, truthfully, I, I abhor the lottery. I cannot stand the lottery in the slightest. I get no rise out of playing the lottery. I get more frustrated that I spent three dollars on a lottery ticket than anything else. I think scratch offs are the way to go. I know we're not. Are we talking about the lottery? Are we? <laughs> we're just talking about sports gambling. But yes, I, I get no enjoyment out of gambling in general. Um. I have really? junk I would rather buy with my money than waste it and not win anything. So, <laughs> with that said, um, DraftKings, I hope you're listening. I love gambling. <laughs> it's awesome. But uh, gambling is legal now in Kentucky when this episode drops uh, on YouTube and our other platforms tomorrow on the 7th. Uh, so you'll be able to gamble. You'll be able to bet on the Western and Houston Christian game, which I would not recommend because I'm going to say it's probably not going to pay out very well. <laughs> um, but <laughs> <laughs> this is going oh God, really you're the worst. So <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about introducing a segment. You're like, this is going to be crap. I hate it. Gambling is misery. By the way, next week we'll have. <laughs> 
we'll have a segment on gambling. Matt's gonna do it, and I'm gonna try to shut up. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, okay. So for those of you who aren't familiar with gambling, if you look at the numbers, and it, you know, the worst thing is, is I just pulled up our our uh, our ESPN uh, page for Western versus Houston Christian. They don't even have the Vegas numbers listed. They probably won't for this game. Uh, no, I would be surprised um, if they. I was trying to use this as an example, but, um, you know, if you take the over under, you know, basically over is if is Western going to score 45 points, you know, I would take the over because I think Western's going to thump them pretty good. Um, is, you know, is Houston Christian going to score 30 points? Is that the under, uh, you know, you just have to watch and see, cause some of these could definitely be a, a good bet. Um, for definitely for over unders, and those are the situations you have to watch. Now, however, what's the payout? That's what you got to watch too. Um, mm-hmm. If it's a plus four hundred, you know you're not going to make anything back by that with that bet. Um, and if it says that you know, let's say for uh, Western versus Ohio State in a couple weeks, if it has Western at a negative fifteen hundred. You got to take that bet because you put a hundred dollars down, you're getting fifteen hundred back. Um, so you know, there's and there, are, I'm sure there's a lot better people out there to give gambling advice than myself because I'm not good at it. I played fantasy football, that's which about is that. why I'm going to lead that segment up, folks. So <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever Devin just said. <laughs> yes, Matt's going to take over the gambling bit. segment from now on. Uh, so what yeah, I would I say just, about it, like we know that people are going to be betting on Western. They're going to be looking to see how they can bet money on their favorite team, or they might be somebody randomly listening online. And we just want to provide, hey, this is our perspective on the WKU angle of sports betting. You know, like for example, WKU is favored by nine points. Do we think that they're gonna they're gonna are they going to win the game at all? Are they going to win by more than nine, less than nine, whatever? What's the over-under, stuff like that? Um, you know, if the over-under for the total score is, you know, 40 points, well, probably a Western game, Western alone is probably going to score more than that. So, of course, you would want to pound the over or whatever. Okay. So, we'll I see looked it up. As we go. I looked it up just to see the money line Western versus uh, Houston, Houston Christian. Uh, Western is at minus 39 and a half. So for those of you who are not familiar with gambling, when with those of you not familiar, that's saying that Western is going to win by almost 40 points. That is so if you bet, yeah. So basically, how that works is if you bet that they'll basically, if you want to say that Western will beat Houston Christian by more than 39. Then you bet the over, um, or excuse me, you take the Western money line, and um, basically, if you it's a 50 50 bet. So, if you say that Western is going to beat them by more than that, then if you put in ten dollars, you get 20. If you take uh, if you take Houston Christian in that bet, and you say Houston Christian might lose, but they're not going to lose by uh, 39. Then you could take that bet. Houston Christian could still lose, and you could still get paid. Yeah. So, just for example. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and like as we were talking about the under, um, if Western does not score thirty nine and a half points, or what it ends up being on that day, then you know if you get the under, then you technically still win your bet, even if Western wins. So if Houston right. Christian, if Houston. HCU, I'm tired of saying Houston Christian every five minutes. HCU scores 20 and Western scores 40, you get the under. You know, um, while if Western scores 45 and they don't score anything, you got the over. So, you know, that's, um, you know, something else to watch for as well um, with gambling. So I'm sure there's great YouTube videos out there on, you know, coaching people up on how to gamble. So check those out. Um, next week we'll come at you and we'll talk a little gambling, Matt will, because I'm not very good at coaching it up because I, 
honestly, like, and I'm not even kidding. I've been to uh, the um, Caesars Casino right here at the Indiana border. And my mother-in-law gave me like 20 bucks, went to the slots, put it in. I got like 35, 30 to $35 winning. And then it went down to 17 and I cashed out and I was like, this is awful. I don't have any enjoyment with this at all. It's like, I could take this 20 bucks and go spend it on what I wanted to instead of doing this crap. Uh, but you know, to each his own, if you enjoy it, it adds a little bit to uh, watching some football games or something more power to you. Um, and I think part of my issue with the lottery has always been the hypocrisy with the lottery. Okay. When I okay. say that, I mean that with the lottery, it is state sponsored gambling. Kentucky has no gambling. You can bet on horse racing, which that's a right. whole nother thing. But mm-hmm. You are promoting the lottery to help kids, which is fine. I get that. And I'm fine with the lottery. I don't have an issue. But if you're going to do that gambling, then you should allow all gambling. Was my point. If you do, if you allow the lottery, then you should allow this. If you allow slots at at, um, Churchill Downs, then you should allow casinos. If you allow horse gambling, then you should allow sports gambling. Yeah, I mean, my, my stance on on this subject really is, I mean, if every state around us has legalized it, yeah, then you're just, I mean, people can go 20 miles and sports bet. So why not go ahead and legalize it so it stays in the state of Kentucky anyway? I mean, I, well, I know there's like I mean, the, the moral dilemma and all that, but like, I mean, other than that, I feel like economically, People are going elsewhere to do it anyway. Might as well have it in the state and have the state make the the taxes on it. Moolah, exactly. I mean, and my and I agree with your point. It's kind of like alcohol. Locally, um, like if you live in a county that is quote dry or does not sell alcohol, and every county around you sells alcohol, then you have no argument as to your your county staying dry. Because if people want it, they're going to go drive to, you know, for instance, if you live in Bowling Green and hypothetically it's dry, it's not. And you drive to Allen County to get alcohol or you drive to Franklin or you drive to uh, Butler County or any of those to get alcohol. Like you're just throwing your money away, you know? Um, Right. Yeah, I'm leaving Logan County now, so whatever. <laughs> uh, but that's my that's my gambling talk. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, attendance. It's parents' weekend. This will be great. Um, so not only is it parents' weekend, yes, it's not only parents' weekend. Uh, some of Western's. Uh, Boosters, sponsors, however we want to call them. We're not going to call them by name, heaven forbid. But, um, <laughs> sorry, and Schmeeth. Uh, but anyway, they, Schmeeth, uh, cut. <laughs> they, well, uh, Keith said we could use his name, right? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so we said Keith. So good. We're good with Keith. Um, so, uh, their businesses have and themselves have partnered and actually purchased like a thousand tickets. And they're trying to get more tickets, and they're going to give people tickets for free. At this point, I am not sure how many tickets are left. I spoke with someone, and they said there weren't a lot of tickets left this afternoon. They would have to run the numbers and let me know. Um, I haven't heard back from them, so I guess they're still running the numbers. But the um, uh, hopefully they'll get some more tickets, and we're going to pack the house. And that is advantageous to us, for one thing. Because Houston Christian School, their stadium only holds 5,000 people. Not even kidding. I looked it up. Capacity is at 5,000. Their last game, which they thumped Arkansas Baptist Buffaloes, uh, <laughs> 66 to nothing. 66 their, attendance, to nothing yeah. their attendance was 1,763. Okay. Let's, let's put that in comparison to Western whose worst uh, showing was probably 
2017 or 18 with the last year of Sanford. Oh, and yeah. there was senior, like that was the senior 2500. Day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we still had more people than they did in their stadium, and it was really horrible. Um, oh, so it was like it was like FIU up in there, man. It was so awkward. It was well, of course, everybody can say it was the rain and this and that and another, but like if you're not doing it was well, because we sucked and we were playing care. UTEP, that's why exactly. And it was exactly. cold. It was raining, it was cold, and nobody cared to sit there and watch UTEP and Western possibly lose that game. So, um, so definitely show up, show out for Western, uh, support them. Um, I can answer one question that was in the uh, on Twitter. I am not taking Hank up on his offer for tickets. Um, I w- I'm hoping hoping to take him up sometime in the future. Uh, but I cannot do that at this point. Um, yeah, my daughter's right. doing no. My daughter's doing swim lessons. Oh, and so with the Labor Day, yeah, with the Labor Day holiday, oh. it screws up my Saturday. Yeah, I know. Oh man. Okay. So we got it. So I, I got it. If you could. Well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. No joke. Like it's a ten minute lesson, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's it's the infant self rescue. Great thing. Not not doing that at all. But it's a 10-minute lesson. So I literally right. drive 30 to 40 minutes round trip. So 15 to 20 minutes there, 15 to 20 minutes back for a 10-minute lesson. <laughs> and then I go back. So I'm like, okay, sure. Okay, okay. But she's doing well. She had a hiccup today. Um, she started fussing. But otherwise, she's doing okay with the lessons. It's a really good thing for her. Um but yeah, definitely yeah. show up, definitely show out. Um, but, you know, especially with, I'll put a picture on uh, the YouTube, uh, uh, the video, you can check the video, the picture. There is a picture of Western when I Googled the game and uh, just Western Stadium. And you can literally, it's from the old side showing the new side. And it's embarrassing to see the stadium Literally not not even half empty. I'm gonna pull it up here while I'm, while we're talking. Um, the new side of the stadium's like almost half empty, and the mm-hmm. old side's you know got several people in it. But at the same point, like that's awful, you know. And I mean, was this we, from this game or was it another one? I don't. I'll have to look to see. I'm I'm pulling the picture up now to see who's in it. That's okay. Um, I'll just say this. The the new side we were on the new side sitting with my parents and everything, and it is I mean, the were... the the new side. It, and I, I can't speak for your experience, but my experience, the new side is the most um, snobbish side. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to sound that way, but it's true. Like um, because like here's the thing. I think we were playing Indiana. Maybe it's a red and white team, but anyway. Like, people do not get up and yell. They clap most of the time. It's like it's like you're watching polo, like horses running and hitting a, hitting a ball. You're like, oh, that was that was great, Roger. Thank you. That was such a great shot. Keep, keep playing so lovely. <laughs> Jeffrey, have I you gotten you. my tea yet? I do. I declare. Uh, they just don't know how to make tea anymore. Yeah, it really... <laughs> <laughs> it really was, it was frustrating. I mean, like, you know, I'm my typical self trying to cheer and yell and all that stuff. And we're like down low, you know, second row right behind the team and stuff. And so I'm into it, but like there was no one else that, that really was, was doing much. I mean, there'd be a few people that call out stuff, but there was no like, you know, getting loud on third down, whatever. It's just in addition to it being a small crowd, there were, it was just dead. I mean, there was no interest in trying to pull the guys along. I mean, it was a close game into the fourth quarter. We were losing for the the whole first half. Like, you know, it's kind of like, what are you here for? You spent your money. You're spending money on the concessions. Exactly. Everybody's knocking back waters or beers or Cokes or something. Like, you're spending money. What are you doing here besides just here to, like, Play tiddlywinks and watch 
some jolly good football. Like, why don't we get into this a little bit? And yeah, it was very frustrating. Well, I mean, come on, man. Like, you can't say like people aren't getting into it because like you getting into it's like a crackhead. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hey, I don't hold that standard everybody else, but I mean, you know, when it's when it's third down, you know. Stomp your feet in the on the stands or whatever, you know, like yeah, I mean, a little bit, you know, it's not it's not <laughs> difficult. I, hey, I'm not knocking it, and honestly, like Matt is probably like the best Hilltopper fan out there. And if we had uh, seventeen to twenty thousand Matt McKay's in the stands, you could not hear like I couldn't hear in E Town. You would hear the roar of the crowd in E Town, which is like 60, 50, 60 miles away from Bowling Green, seventy miles away from Bowling Green. <laughs> But like, and no joke, like, and that's my wife and I went, um, we went to, uh, we, we went to a game and that was my take, um, sitting on the new side. It was so frustrating. Like the old side, you know, people are yelling, people are screaming, you know, it's, it's a lot more fun. It's like the infield at the Derby. That's the best thing I can, you know, compare it to. Well, I'll say this, Devin. Like yes, I mean last last week, um, there wasn't anybody over on the old side. Now I'll say this: it was hot. I mean it was hot, yeah. and they were in the sun, and there were people that reportedly had passed out and stuff. So I mean, like, I'm not I'm not saying that. Which I've I've heard conflicting things about that, so I don't know. There were there were a couple people that definitely like, they definitely called the ambulance and stuff. I mean, people passed out. It was hot over there. I, I had I talked to a few people that were over there. I mean, they were cooking. Yeah, I talked to a guy at the at a restaurant today, and he said something about being on the the old side and in the sun, and you know. So I mean, it was it was difficult over there. But my point oh, is, and it doesn't ha- like it doesn't have to be completely full every game. I'm not you know like I understand, but it should be freaking close. You know, yeah. it shouldn't be that it's. I mean, it was empty it, like the upper deck had definitely by the end of the first quarter uh, or the end of the first half, I mean, it it was probably, there might have been, I don't want to say less than a thousand. I mean, it might have been 750 people up in the upper deck. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the heat. I'm sure they came down, yeah. Right, but I mean, even downstairs, there wasn't anybody downstairs. The new side wasn't getting filled up because people were moving to the new side. People just weren't there. So they sold yeah. 15,000 tickets, but there were not 15,000 people there. Yeah. And it's just frustrating. You know, like it's the first game of the season. This team is going to be incredible this year. In my opinion, I think we're at least going to go, we're going to have 10 wins um, at some point, whether it's regular season or not. The team is good enough as long as we can stay healthy. But I mean, show up and, and support the tops. If you haven't been in a while, come to one game. If you've never been, come to one game. If you if you come sometimes, come more. You know, yeah. like show up and support Western yeah. a little bit. And that's yeah. that's how it we've got to do a better job. It wasn't it was to me it was unacceptable how much people were disengaged and didn't show up. Yes. It was very um, it was sad. Well, and I mean, of course, my thought is, is yes, you have your season ticket holders. Yes, Western wants people to buy tickets, et cetera. But like you should have, I mean, of course, we're going to have Tuesday and Thursday night games this year and in the near future because we're a mid-major. That's just part of it. Um, Why not have Big Brothers, Big Sisters night? Why not have, uh, you know, Bring your grandma to the game or something. I don't know. You know, Humane Society yeah. night. Bring dogs to the game or something. I don't know how horrible that could go. But anyway, um, you know, there are events that, like, for instance, like when the Hot Rods uh, first came to Bowling Green, they had a lot of events like that, and I'm sure they still do. Um, you know, where you actually had a dog night game. last night. Exactly. Because we thought about going. <laughs> I guess Stephanie was taking you. But anyway. Um, <laughs> well, my kids actually, my kids are terrified of dogs because Riley got attacked by a dog. Uh, oh my gosh. Over the, yeah. Over the summer. Yeah. I'm and, a dick. Anyway. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're scarred for life. 
it's fine. Oh yeah, let's let's laugh at their pain. Thanks. Yeah, great job, Devin. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of events you could do. I hope you don't sleep at night. <laughs> I don't sleep as it is, but anyway, uh, little league. Um, I mean, you could do little league football nights and have kids wear jerseys. You know, and they'd be like, "Hey, you know, where are you playing? I play in Allen County. I play in Bowling Green. I play whatever. You know, um, yeah. and just try to promote it that way. Yes, you lose. Let's just say 500 tickets, but that's 500 tickets of people who might come back. That's 500 tickets of people who are going to buy food. That's 500 tickets of people who might go buy something in the gift shop. You never know. Well, uh, you know, there's still revenue money? being moved. Yes, there's- exactly. I mean, if you don't have them come. They're not spending their their money in the stadium. That stadium food, there's no way that they're not making a ton of profit off of anything they sell. There's yeah. no way those bottles of water that are $4 a piece, which is pretty cheap, by the way, uh, for stadium waters. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you go somewhere else, it's more. But well, yeah, I mean... But- Still, uh, you go get five waters. It's twenty bucks. They're not spending twenty bucks on those water bottles. I mean, they're spending, okay, they just spent two dollars. There is more money spent on being, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, philanthropic and giving tickets away than there is having empty seats. Mm-hmm. These kids are going to. I mean, for instance, you get a ten or twelve year old kid, boy or girl, doesn't matter. In a football game, one, they're going to be bored. They're going to want something to eat. They're going to smell popcorn, nachos, hot dogs, whatever, chicken. And they're going to be like, hey, Dad, I want a drink. Okay, well, let's go get a drink. Hey, hey, Dad, I want some nachos. Let's go get nachos. You know, that's probably like 40 bucks right there just with those two. But, you know, I mean, (laughs) I don't know how much it is. But you're they're spending money they're going to be doing stuff and they're going to have fun doing it and then they're going to they're going to come back and be like hey you know maybe not the next week but then maybe the week after hey dad is western playing yeah yeah they're in town this weekend let's go to what let's go to a western game and then you got a fan you got to get these kids hooked you know you just like Mm -hmm. you know drug dealers in scottsville they give stuff away for free and then they get it back you know people buying it later you know it's fine just do it like that um, but anyway, oh, we've we've we really? <laughs> we've talked enough about gambling and drugs. So, uh, Western's oh, playing Houston God. Christian this week. The Huskies are one and zero. They beat Arkansas Baptist sixty six to nothing at home. Uh, Western's going to be playing them on ESPN Plus. If you are one of the sad few who was not able to get a free ticket to the game, uh, what are you thinking, uh, Matt, on this week's game? Yeah, and I know we're running short on time, so I try to be short winded, but. Um. Yeah. Basically, I mean, did we want to recap the? Oh, South Florida yeah. Ball? Yeah. Good call. Okay, sorry. Man, I, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. So. Um, so yes, we we ended up beating um obviously South Florida, uh forty one to twenty four. I was actually I think I was off by one for our score and four for theirs. I was pretty proud of myself this week. Yeah, that was a good good guess. I mean, yeah, I thought. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were going to be pretty competitive. I honestly was impressed with how good they were. I mean, yeah. they, were, they really made it difficult for us to, to throw the ball short. Um, so it just shows the quality they have on – supposedly they have a terrible secondary, but I couldn't tell. I mean, they were they were all over the, the front of the – Yeah, I couldn't uh, tell. The line of scrimmage on the edges. I mean, we couldn't pass the ball uh, yeah. short. I mean, it, it was – and we had guys getting blown up. Corley gets – jacked up and uh, I think he's he'll he will be back and everything but um he he got knocked out of the game I mean yeah. they were really coming after our receivers on the outside they did a good job and then we kind of figured yeah. out how to work around it um, which obviously, I will say I will say Helton is great at halftime adjustments because mm-hmm. we I were definitely that first half but go ahead sorry definitely no you're good man um you, you're absolutely right I think we made good adjustments, and when you, you get down seventeen to seven, and the rest of the game, you outscore them thirty-four to seven. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you weathered the storm. You figured out what a brand new coaching staff was doing, and then you adjusted. I mean, a plus on all that. I mean, good yeah. job figuring out a way to make it happen. And ultimately, you win going away, 
once you kind of figure out what the heck they were doing. I mean, I don't think yeah. we went in expecting that they were really going to run the ball all over the field. I mean, we knew that they had a good running back. They have a, a quarterback that can run. But I don't think you expect the Tennessee offense, because uh, a lot of the coaches came from the Tennessee Josh Heupel coaching tree, um, <clears throat> a lot of the offensive coaches. So you don't think that they're going to run the ball the whole time, but they, that's what they did. And yeah. uh, they were really good at it. That quarterback is ridiculous uh, in terms of an athlete. And he just he ran all over us and made us look stupid. But ultimately, we held him to 24 points after giving up 17 within the first like 16 minutes of the game. And then after that, we gave up seven points and less than 300 yards total. So we did a good job adjusting. And even though the numbers are kind of ugly on the defensive side, especially rushing, uh, we did a pretty darn good job. Yeah. Um, I was very pleased with our effort. We, I agree with Matt's assessment on that. Um, and once – I was worried. I was worried a little bit in the first half. I thought, "Oh, South Florida is not the same team they were last year." Um, and then, when um, you know Western started doing better, you know we started scoring a couple. And you know, once everything kind of kicked into high gear, so to speak, and Austin Reed and the offense kind of got comfortable, the defense started making some stands. Uh, you know, a lot of things started falling into place, and uh, you know. Like they say, hey, I'm a topper. Let's do this, man. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, um, right. <laughs> I'm just trying to be quick here. Um, uh, so, uh, scooting over to Houston Christian. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm trying to jump into this real quick. Um, but I'm looking forward to this game. I think this is going to be a really big game for us. And, um, I think uh, I think we can um, literally, uh, figuratively, literally let the boys go and let them see how uh, you know. Let them see how how things go. You know, I'd love to see uh, trick play, first play, and score because I think this is one of those nights. What do you think, Bud? Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, well, first of all, I would take this game seriously. Um, oh, definitely. Because we have. Plenty of history of not taking opponents seriously and getting slapped. Man. Um, from Indiana State. Yeah. Twice. Oh, no. oh, Central God. Arkansas, twice. Oh, God. Um, Indiana State was an awful one. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was brutal. And there were plenty there were plenty of other examples since even since joining the FBS. So I would definitely take it take it seriously. They beat the team they played 66 to nothing. Not too many teams are going to score 66 points ever. Yeah. So it's something to pay attention to. Which I will say, look at, excuse by me. By the way, at, I do want to say yeah. one thing. I'll interject real quick. You're good, the man. quarterback only threw two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so those are coming from, uh, you got three from the champ Dozier running back. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think there was a couple other just random run-ins from other players. Uh, but go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, it, it was interesting because you look at the stats, and that's what I was getting at, uh, actually, is I think that 66 number was inflated, and I also think the other team probably should have scored a couple times. They they gained over 300 yards. They just obviously uh, – obviously they didn't put any points on the board. And I think Houston Baptist probably scored an extra maybe 20 points that they didn't – um, really earn in terms of statistics. Arkansas Baptist had a had 132 total yards. Um, um maybe I was looking at and, something else. And I will say that Arkansas Baptist had no fourth downs. Okay. So they did whatever they wanted to with that team. Which, okay. by the way, if I was going to play that team, that'd be a, that would be that's like playing your eight-year-old little brother in Madden when you're a teenager, you know? Um, yeah, I guess I read the stat line. Let me look at this before I'm completely... I've got, I've got Houston... My my I've got HCU at 232 passing yards and 242 rushing against oh, okay. Arkansas Baptist. Okay, what I looked at was different. I swear, I looked at something on... 
Hey, don't worry. I've already looked at something else on ES that had ESPN plus coverage in it. They took it off. So, yeah. So, okay. They had Houston Christian had 473 yards and they did only, they held them to 132. So actually that's, that's quite more impressive than I thought. Yeah. um, Because that is not what it said when I read it. Um, But uh, they did, they only passed for 232. Um, threw for a good completion percentage of 80%. Um, so, yeah, they did what they had to do, and they, you know, obviously they were the clearly superior opponent. Um, obviously, I don't know Arkansas Baptist. Baptist. Yes. Um, so the Battle of the Baptists, but um, yeah, that's it, pretty impressive, actually. Um, yeah, I, I mean, will say there are some signs maybe that they don't have the same athleticism. Like they, they average thirty yards a punt. Um, the kickoffs they, uh, well they had five touchbacks. Um, so I, I, I'd say you're looking at Texas talent. I mean it's kind of like the Florida thing. Even yeah. South Florida was maybe obviously not going to be quote unquote as good as Western. They're going to have athletes on the on the field. You got big old Texas boys that uh, are going to have plenty to offer, and so yeah. I'd say just respect them and get out there. and And obviously, I think if we can possibly make a statement, despite obviously you want to respect them, but in terms of how you actually execute, like I'd like to see super sharp. You know, it doesn't matter about the opponent; just get out there and execute. You know, when you're presented with a situation, do you shut them down or do you allow them to go, you know, do you let them loose and they, they score a couple touchdowns? Yeah. You know, like, let's control this game and let's make a statement to everybody, you know, win 56 to 7 or something and, yeah, you know, slap them around and get ready for Ohio State. Hey, 73 to nothing is fine with me. Um I will say while Matt was um, talking about that, this game is not going to have the same issues that the last game had for Western or at least Western fans. I'll say that. Um, Of course, ESPN has got the projected temperature on Saturday at 89. That is, there's no way on God's green earth that it is going to be 89 degrees at seven o'clock at night. Six 30. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. Uh, But anyway, um, but and sunset is at 7.03 p.m. So I'm going to tell you right now, the old side of the stadium is not going to be a scorching, you know, uh, magnifying glass and the people are the ants, so to speak. Um, you know, it's not going to be that situation. You're not going to have that situation Saturday. So if you can get tickets, get tickets, show up. It's going to be wild because Houston Christian is going down. Um <laughs> They're going think, seriously. Seriously, what I'd say about this is be inspired by Schmank and Keith. Yes, uh, doing this awesome giveaway. I mean, they're giving a thousand freaking tickets away for free. They're buying those tickets and yes. giving them away, and they may be getting a, another thousand that they're going to try to get rid of as well. I mean, be inspired by that. Yeah, and show up. step up and show show admin that we're serious about the fact that we can do this and show up and yes. support a team that could possibly go to the new year's six bowl. We could yeah. possibly go undefeated. We could possibly be competing uh, for a conference championship. We could possibly be ranked at the end of the year, like get fired up and show up. I don't care if it's Houston Baptist or if it's Alabama show up and, and cheer on the tops Houston Christian, but yes. Um, and that game is set for 7 p.m. on ESPN Plus if you can't make it. Uh, but you better be there uh, because there's plenty of free tickets. It's going to be a great environment. It's going to be nice and cool. I'm going to say it's probably going to be in the 70s or 80s because the sun is just set. It's going to be great. Bring your kids. Bring your wife. Bring your side piece. Bring everybody. It'll be a great big fight. It'll be hilarious. But, I'm going to hide three kids in my trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I love little kids. There's a little kids everywhere. But anyway. Hey um, kids, say go yeah. tops. <laughs> Family guy reference for you. 
Um, but yes, guys, um, definitely show up, show out for Western. It's going to be fun. We're going to be back next week to talk about, um, is it, we got Ohio state next week. Is that who? Yeah, doing? buddy, man. And we may Let's have go. a special guest. Upset alert. We may have a special guest on the podcast. Hopefully I'm going to start trying to get special guests from each team every week and we'll see how it goes. Um, we may end up kicking them off the podcast. I don't know. It may be a big fun fight. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, it I, will be I, a lot of. I throw it down with them. Yeah, I, I have no doubt. Crap. I have no doubt that you would throw down with them. I have no doubt. I have no doubt you would flip off Arkansas fans. I'm just saying, Arkansas State. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that, huh? <laughs> How could I forget? That was a great memory. Where's yeah, Matt? Oh, going? that was. Uh, why is the security guy talking to Matt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were not pleased. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sure that was a fun conversation. Uh, but anyway, guys, join us back next week. We'll be talking uh, Western sports. We'll talk Ohio State. We'll update you on volleyball and any other Western news. Uh, we do do chapters. I know this is late in the podcast. But if you're on YouTube, you can check out the chapters and you can skip ahead. Uh, so if you don't want to hear about golf or volleyball, you can skip ahead <laughs> of gambling and attendance and all that good stuff. So I uh, appreciate you all. And uh, as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. Thank you, Matt. As always, buddy. Appreciate you. Nighty night. <laughs>